This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. It is time once again for another tremendous episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, episode number 239. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, the beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. That was the zip code for this place, dude. Nobody I, knows. I man. just, I never look it up. I, I've said it on like a couple episodes, but uh, uh, you know, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh, don't try and mail stuff to us unless you're trying to mail us like uh, a lot of money. Then we'll give you a real address. But my name is Steve. Uh, in the studio today is Kurt. Hey everyone, and uh, Tank Cameron, Tank our intern. Yeah, I'm here. Man, all Illinois boys. About time. That's right. Damn, dude. They, we, we did a cleansing. <laughs> yeah, we did. We got all the shit out of here. And Spiritual. <laughs> all, all the shit. All the shit. <laughs> yeah. We're, so. we're like pretty much from the worst state. <laughs> but hey. We know it. We're proud. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's how white trash we are. We know we're trash, but we're proud of it. Like, dude, no, it's not something cool. My girlfriend wears her stained pink sweatpants, and I love it. Anyway. <laughs> well, we're very uh, proud that the podcast is presented by Scent Crusher. 
Uh, all sorts of new goodies coming from Scent Crusher. Uh, I'm going to spotlight a product right now, and I'm going to call that product the Ozone Go. And I didn't name yeah. the product. That's just what the product's called. Uh, that is going to be a very important product, especially coming in three weeks for me on my way to Colorado because a road trip from northwest Illinois to Colorado is a jaunt. It's going to get stinky in there, and we're not always going to have access to a shower right out the gate. That Ozone Go is going to come in handy for cleansing our area of transportation because we might get to one spot for public and be like, this sucks. We're going to another spot, and that's going to be the main hub for basically scent contamination. So that's going to clean that up. So check out the Ozone Go. You can find it anywhere. There's an Ozone Go. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. There's a there's a higher output version of it out, too. Uh, but awesome product. Check that out. Scentcrusher.com. Still Super waiting on the uh, Scent Crusher Himalayan pink salt lamp. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Dude, Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> that would be, I'd be pumped. Hey, dude, that'd be the shit. Let's rock a vet shout out quick. You want to hit that vet shout out? Mm-hmm. Before we hop to the rest of our partners. Oh, I see what you're trying to do here. You, you like trying that? To, trying to throw old Steve off. We'll check this out, yeah. bud. Oops. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Tinder. So this uh yeah. <laughs> oh wait a minute. Give me a give me a couple swipes. <coughs> the uh vet uh vet shout out this week is gonna be uh Miles Milanowski. Uh your good buddy uh Dylan McMahon. <laughs> Love that name. Sent this in. Uh Miles is a, a Marine Corps uh vet. Miles is one of the hardest working individuals that I know. He's got a huge heart. And is always helping others. Truly selfless. He's a veteran of the United States Marine Corps and served his country on three separate tours of duty, including uh, tours in both Iraq and Afghanistan. That boy. If there's anybody that I know who deserves this vet shout out and maybe some free stickers and shit from you fine folks, it's this young man. <laughs> Hook him up. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. And Proof thank you. Those. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Mylage, uh, for your service to this country. Miles. Thank you for your service to this country. We really appreciate it. Dylan, thank you for sending that in. Hey, um, send his address. We'll send him some goodies. We'll, get, we'll send him a hanging bang sticker, too. Dude, you know what we need to make? We need to make some, like, exclusive shit for, like, our uh, our veteran brothers. Like, oh, I you know, know, man. That's a good idea. Like, yeah. yeah, if you get some stickers and, you know, the Marine, like, if you're a Marine Corps, you get a certain kind of sticker, you know, dude, that'd be... Yeah. That'd be the shit. I mean, it's the least we can do for all you guys. We, we really appreciate all our vet services out there, um, living and not... Um, everybody that made that ultimate sacrifice, do we truly appreciate it? Could not do this podcast in English without you. That's right. Yeah. Um, the podcast is also brought to you by HHA Sports. Check out HHASports.com. A lot of people send us questions about the single pin. I'm absolutely in love with them. Tank, you've just converted from multiple pin to a single pin guy. I will say it is the best thing I've ever shot. But it it's is explain insane. why why. Because a lot of people are skeptical, like, oh, he's just going to say that because oh, yeah. he's on this podcast, but no, explain no. why. I was a five-pin guy, for sure. And when you, you when look like sh- a five-guys guy. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> when uh, you're shooting targets, I mean, having that single pin, it. I never believed you about clearing up your sight picture. It is insane how well you shoot. Yeah. I, I can't believe it. Aiming at 20 yards is the same as aiming at 60. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've never shot better. It. I hate saying it because it sounds like I'm just selling something, but man, it is amazing. Well, what 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 site did you put that on? You put it on a new what? boat, didn't you? What site did I put the site on? What site or what boat did you put oh, that site on? Oh yeah, yeah, Elite Tempo. Oh, boy, no well, wonder you're shooting. Let me add in though. I'm shooting the Optimizer Kingpin. I think that's what you're shooting. 
Me and Tank are shooting the Optimizer Kingpin, the fixed position, and then you're shooting the dovetail, Steve. Yeah, I'm shooting yeah. that dovetail version, which I I really enjoy because I do like having a heavier bow. I think this, it, it adds some weight to it. Um, well, and I, I don't like, know. I, I used to shoot the dovetail. I shot the dovetail for the last two years, and I switched to the fixed position because of elk. Mm-hmm. I took off my sidebar for just like some for the basic simplicity because it's going to be strapped to my pack and yeah. then i went it with the fixed position one so i can su- i can suck the dovetail all the way in but i just went simple 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 and and even though there's a lot of features on the site i just did the fixed mm-hmm. position so check out hhasports.com lifetime warranty on all their products they got the virtus rest all sorts of goodies tell them we sent you if you go over there um also elite archery that we got into super proud to be a part of that elite family especially with our own special edition elite ritual um if you haven't seen the video about the elite ritual uh that we have out a little unboxing video go to carbon tv.com we have that under our clip section and then our youtube and facebook it's on there as well um do you need to wake up i think you need to wake up a little bit you know it would help man probably some hunter's blend coffee no i'm thinking so <laughs> and if you wanted to get hunter's blend coffee but you're like i'm not really paying a full price kind of guy uh do you got any options out there working class would get you a discount 10 percent off all hunter's blend coffee it's delicious stuff uh, we got their awesome tumblers we have the the regular size tumbler i don't know how many ounces this is and then we got the big one that looks like wood grain but no their coffee is top-notch quality um check them out that'll be with us on our elk hunt uh, yeah, working class is the all caps is the code to get ten percent off Hunter's Blend Coffee, and the last p- per partner. I was gonna say product yeah, well, sponsor, I, but that sounds me, weird. You should ask me what I did this weekend. What'd you do, man? Man, I uh, I did a uh, a poor man's food plot with some uh, broken equipment. I threw some uh, big time buck brunch in the ground. Dude, I'm I'm super proud of you for doing that. Honestly, <clears throat> dude, I uh, I had it was nice having a uh, having equipment available. I went to my great uncle's house and every time i show up there they've been building this garage you ever i told you that garage burned down so in between helping frame up a garage when i had a little bit of downtime you know i went out there and i was working back and forth with that and i uh i talked to joe and i i I was kind of you know i didn't want to like say you know tell everybody exactly what i did but uh the tiller was broken on this thing and we had that uh like the drag behind um well yeah the harrow but i was like shit i can't find the chains for here so, dude, basically there was a bucket on there, and all I did, there was an old, they were all dead oats, like it didn't take, so all I did was, dude, I just basically scraped off the top layer, we had three inches of rain, scraped it off, got to where I could see some dirt, and then just kind of drove around the tractor, tore it up a little bit, and I was like, shit, I'm gonna throw this in and see how it works. I've heard it's, uh, I've heard good things about it. I planted, oh, excuse me, <coughs> I've been sicker than a dog, man, but anyway, I planted some of that. And it's some of the only stuff that has grown for me this year. Um, a lot of my other stuff just got overridden with uh, with grass. And I was talking to some guys that planted some. And I'm, it was just so you know, it was it wasn't any companies we did a podcast with because we did a podcast like three or four food plot companies this year. Um, it was it wasn't any of those. It's stuff I purchased before I even uh, before I even had any of those people on the show. Me, and my dad bought a bunch of seed, and I'm like, why well, is there so much grass in it? And I was talking to a friend of ours. Uh, he's been on the podcast a lot. I'm not going to call him out, but he said that he bought the same brand and he had all his shit got ran over with grass. And he's like, he asked, he called the guy. He's like, oh yeah, well, whatever spills, we we pick it up and dump it back in. And all, all the stuff that spills is the light stuff. That's <laughs> oh, all grass. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, because me and my dad were like, what the fuck? Like, it's all grass. Damn, like Jesus. all overridden with grass. So... 
we mowed it. I think it's what's underneath is still going to bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably yeah. going to reseed probably this weekend with the Ladino clover and uh, try and get something out of her. But you think it'll grow back next year? Yeah, so. and, I, and I'm curious of what I got to do next because I'm I'm new to this and I, I you know I planted a later. Uh, season you kind of mow it. Hell I, mean, I don't know. You think I'll probably have to mow? Oh, it. I don't know, man. Because I, I'm thinking I'm like maybe you know, not in the woods. Maybe not in the woods. No. Well, it's it's woods, but it's this clearing in here. So I'm I'm thinking I'm like okay, you know, we're gonna get to a point where whatever that is, you know, the it's for that late season, and I figure so we've got about two weeks till September. God only knows when we could get a first frost. I mean, we could get a first frost late September. You never mm-hmm. know. So I'm like, well, shit, dude. If I give that two months. Any of that grass that's going to grow is probably going to die, and maybe that shit will die off anyway. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't really know what to do. I'm, you probably to, you, you actually won't have to do probably anything. You don't think Fin- so? No, that's no. true. It's late enough. I've and- never had a fall plot where I'm like, oh my god, I need to I need to mow because it is going to cr- come up, and then the deer are going to be hitting it, yeah. and it will frost. And so it'll kind of stunt the growth. And Dude, I yeah, took, you should be a. I took my old JD one sixty. I think she's in a nineteen eighty six unit. <laughs> I took her out two weekends ago and mowed my plot. That was getting some grass and everything in it. I mowed it with the deck all the way up, and it did amazing. Couldn't believe it. That thing's mm. a champion. Yeah, you also ran over some conveyor belt tracking, and that fucker still ran. Dude, two hundred dollar <laughs> champion is this mower. <laughs> and my food plot bounced back so hard at like. Three to four mm-hmm. days, we got yeah. a good rain after I mowed, and it just looks so good right now. And yeah. the does are hitting it every morning, every night. And where there's does, there's bucks. Mm-hmm. So. Where the does goes, the buck goes. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll try and figure it out. I'll, I'll make it that. funnier. A lot coming up. Um, I'm excited. I feel like we're missing something. I can't remember what, though. Uh, you, dude. Carbon TV. Yeah. Oh, I was just about to say, how do, how do we, because we forgot this a couple always, other times. We always forget to plug our Carbon <laughs> TV. Uh, it, right now, season uh, one, we're rocking. we got the second episodes out with Ross Bigger and Austin Chandler, Big Buck Stories. Um, if you enjoy our podcast, you'll enjoy that visual ad. Add in. Go to CarbonTV.com. Go there. Make an account. Follow us up. Tell Carbon TV you're loving it if you do. Um, let us know what you think. Episode three releases this coming Monday. Um, what date is Monday? Uh, Monday is going to be the dun, 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 and that's uh, going to be dun, with dun, Prairie dun. Storm Outfitting, our boys from Kansas. We went there last spring, killed some real turkeys. August twenty so, seventh, same day that Steve Ray Vaughn died. So yeah, check that out. We it's a, it's a fun episode. Uh, Jordan, our producer, added in a lot of little fun add-ins and shit like that. So check it out. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, man. I'm excited. A lot of big things coming up. We're busy as shit. Season's right around the corner. It's, mm-hmm. uh, man, so much to do. And so let's take those fucking glasses off, Steve. No. Thank you. All right. Your Thank mic's you. on mute for the rest of the episode. What? All right. There we go. That's the power right. of being the glasses producer of the off. podcast. All right. Welcome back. Glasses are off. I'm putting them back on. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, there's just so much to do, man. Have you got your stand hung up yet, Steve? Uh, I got to go hang. I think I want to hang three or four more. How many realistically are you going to hang? And and then how many handouts are you going to let people give you this season? As I'm going to take I, it. I've I'm been hearing take, about three handouts. People are like, Steve, I feel bad for you. Yeah, I'm gonna Come take, on here because you can't do it on your I'm own. Gonna take, uh, so right now I'm going to take as many handouts as I can get. And uh, You're like a Democrat, bro. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Dude. You're the Democrat of bow hunting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that literally has no private ground and you're getting all these handouts. Kind of makes me bitter. Then really? it's almost like you're... Running I should, I should some sort of political campaign. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I wonder if people, uh, my fellow yeah. hunters and huntresses, <laughs> especially the huntresses, as you might know, this season I am looking for you to support me in my journey. I will be needing all of you to support me, and only me, as I venture out to kill a buck of a lifetime. 
There's no need to support my opponent, Katie Darcy. She already has it all. A family, good job, house. She doesn't need this like I need it. As your go-to guy, I promise you, in the event that I don't draw first blood and I let everyone down, I'll still be here. I'll still be here every week because the WCB, Working Class Bowhunter, prints money. We are a crew of superstars. We are all top guys. It'll no longer be said that I am the Bret Hart of the hunting world, but Bret Hart is the Steve of the wrestling world. Simply put, I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. So please lend me your support. Nobody, and I do mean nobody, deserves it like I deserve it. So give me your support because it's mine, mine, mine. I am Steve, and I approve this message. This message brought to you and paid for by the I Can't Get It Done Bowhunting Party. What the fuck was that, dude? How did you get that on the show? Dude, uh, you got to know people, dude. Are you uh, running political ads on our show? Is that illegal? Dude, I'm voting for Katie. I know what? you're, I know you're yeah. hunting political record, bro. Why don't you yeah. go piss up a rope, dude? I'm part of the crew. You're going to vote for somebody else? I did, how did you do this? Who who I, actually paid for that? I I, I know some, some folks. I've known them my whole life. What? Damn, son. Yeah. Your, uh, your parents? Yeah. They're letting me live in their basement, and they're paying for my political campaign. Dude, I have getting Dude, I was I just talking about you're the Democrat of the hunting industry, and I think it's kind of spot on. You know what, dude? This is the shit, dude. I don't have any bills I have to pay. You know People what? are letting me come kill their deer. Katie, this is the shit. Katie, you need to have a, a comeback yeah. campaign on this. You can yeah, run it out of our Dude, look at, look at, look at. She doesn't need, dude. I, I'm the hardworking guy. Dude, Katie, what, what'd she do? I'm, I'm not the hardworking. I, I don't do anything. Uh, this is what I, I, I deserve this. I deserve this. For, the, for those of you who don't know, there's a, a spur-of-the-moment <laughs> social media political campaign happened. Um, our producer from Carbon made Steve a campaign ad about how he's not going to kill anything. And then Katie and Jeff Southall from the <laughs> outdoor the group blue. stroke back, and, and the, here we are. They're uh, they're hitting hard. Katie, you reach out. We'll get you a campaign on here. This needs to happen. I, on our show? I don't know how. We're, I'm, just, I'm the producer. I don't even know how you snuck that in there. I'm a little upset. Telling I'm actually you, so upset. I think we just need to jump into our show. All right. Well... This uh, this this show is going to be great. We got the boys from the Deer Hunter podcast all the way up from Michigan. Is Michigan. that how that place is? Yes. I've never been there. Yes, yes. So I don't know how it's pronounced. So, uh, good podcast of theirs. We uh, got introduced. We'll we'll talk all about that on our show here in a minute when we get kicked off officially. But sorry for the long intro. We're just having fun and got a lot of things to cover. A lot of good stuff going on. And uh, thank you for all your support. And we love the hell out of you. Support Steve. All right, on the uh, phone line with us all the way from uh, Michigan, we've got uh, Kevin Venison from the Dear Hubert podcast. Kevin, how's it going? It's doing well. I like my new name. Oh, all right. I was, I was hoping you would uh, be like, no, Steve, it's wrong. It's Kevin, <laughs> however the hell I pronounce it, on the Deer Hunter podcast. Kevin Venison has a nice ring to it. Dude, that might be my adult film star name. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Venison, farm-raised baby. Look how long it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's aggressive right at the gate. Hey, he he brought it up. But, uh, yeah, calling all the way from uh, Michigan. Uh, whereabouts in Michigan are you? So I live about uh, 45 minutes north of Detroit, about 30 miles north of Detroit, so southeast Michigan. All right. Nice, nice. Well, man, thank you for coming on our show. What's funny is we did your show, it would be the last night before we recorded this, but I think this is going to release 
before that show. So it's going to be weird That's for our listeners, but we can kind of we'll make it work. Yeah, we will. No, I, I'm going to put a bunch out here. I got some stuff piling up. I got to get editing and get a couple things out, but uh, it'll release, uh, you know, within close proximity time frame to when I think you probably put this out, but uh, a little bit after. Tonight. It goes up tonight, tonight bro. So let's, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's talk about, um, well, shit, man. Let's talk about how kind of how we met each other because of podcasting. We're in the same industry, the same niche of the outdoor industry. Um, I mean, D-Rock introduced us. We kind of talked about that on yeah, your that's episode. that's right. I forgot. We're Eskimo brothers. Yeah, we're Eskimo brothers. we got the us same and listeners. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's just talk about, like, how did you get into podcasting? How did that all kick off? Because I'm, I'm sure it's somewhat of a similar story. Maybe not. Yeah. I mean, uh, so a local radio show here in Detroit was doing press for UFC. And so they had Joe Rogan on. And the radio guy that was interviewing him has been a longtime talk show guy here locally. And uh, he dove into asking Rogan about his podcast. And they started talking about the numbers. And I was like, my God, man, like that's a ton of people. And I thought, man, that sounds sounds cool as shit. I'm going to check out Joe Rogan's podcast. So that was the first one I did. And lo and behold, I was driving up north uh, and... I had like a three hour drive and it was a three hour podcast and he had just got back from I think being in like Prince of Wales Island or something with Brian Callen and Stephen Ranella yeah, on yeah. a deer uh, on a deer hunt. And so that's what they were talking about. I was like, sold. Like this is now gonna consume a ton of my time. And then, you know, I don't know if it was half a year later or whatever, I came across uh, Mark Kenyon's Wired to Hunt podcast and Mark lives just about an hour from me here. So oh, really, yeah, locally, a lot of stuff that he talked about, I could relate to. Um, and then actually Mark was one of the guys that helped me get started. Uh, I hooked up with him one night. He sat down with me for a couple hours and That's I had hot. a pen and it was easy. <laughs> I won't get into easy. I won't get into, de- <laughs> I won't get into details, but he, uh, you know, he, he helped me out, uh, and told me how he, started things and got things rolling and uh i got some other technical information from some other friends that were doing deer hunting podcasts or podcasts in general and then a bunch of youtube videos later and a couple thousand dollars in equipment and i was up and rolling and uh you know i doing our doing our own deer hunting podcast very cool that's awesome so have you actually had mark then on your show i've had mark on my show we did a uh we did a podcast last year about this time um, he had just gotten back with uh, the meat eater crew. He was in Alaska on a caribou hunt, and he had just gotten home. And there was a uh, a collaboration event between backcountry hunters and anglers and the uh, QDMA chapter for um, Southern Tier of Michigan. And Mark was there, and he was presenting something that night. So uh, we sat down at a table, had a couple beers, and did a podcast. Nice. Oh, very cool. Yeah, man, I'm, Wired to Hunt is one of those staples in our industry. I mean, there's a couple guys that have been in it for a long time. Um, you know, it, the the outdoor podcast industry is like a, a it's a very unique space, and just recently became a very flooded space. Uh, but there's definitely the the shows that stand out, um, kind of like in our circle. If if you follow like Joe Rogan, you know like he's got a circle of podcasts. There's the Joe Rogan Experience, the Fighter and the Kid. The church of what's happening now uh, <laughs> you know what i mean like you know the, those guys are all kind of like in that circle and i feel like 
we're sort of forming our own circle in the outdoor, the hunting podcast industry. God, I hate that's so like tacky. Ugh, but yeah. I feel like it's kind of our podcast, your podcast, and then Walt's podcast, Chasing Tales Outdoors podcast. It's kind of that's from our is from our angle because we podcast with them, we podcast with you, and it's kind of like the little circle of podcasts. I'll agree with that. And there's like a, you know, everybody's got their. And you guys can attest to this because you're more entrenched in it than I am. But the hunting industry in general is pretty, pretty fucking clicky. And <laughs> oh, dude, so we felt the heat from it, man. Why wouldn't you expect a podcast to be in similar fashion? Not that they're clicky, but we find our you know guys that do things in similar fashion, and you you build a community and you build strength through that and it, it's it's cool as shit and yeah yeah i love i i like all the guys starting the new stuff and you, you know you check some of them out and yeah it's like dog shit you know you won't listen to it again <laughs> but you know every now and then you turn one on you're like shit this guy's got 60 episodes i didn't even know you know i didn't even know about it and man i like this guy a lot and it's it's all it's different strokes for different folks right i mean you might not like something that i like and vice versa but uh right. So do you, the more options, the better. For sure. Yeah, I agree, man. Everyone's got their own thing, and someone might not like our two shows, but they might like somebody else's. But do you do you listen to hunting podcasts on the, on a regular basis? or, or Dude, that's all I listen to. See, that's interesting because, and I'm trying to change this, and, I, and I'm aware of it. I'm more aware of it now than I used to be. I don't listen to hunting podcasts. And, and it was because it was because I didn't want anyone else to influence me subconsciously. And right. Steve, I get that. Steve's a stand-up comedian. Do, is that a thing with stand-up comedians? You don't watch a lot of other stand-up Dude, comedians? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's one of those deals, like, um, especially with open mics. I, I love seeing my buddies succeed, so, like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch my buddies because I'm like, man, that's a funny joke. But anytime there's, like, a new dude and he's sitting there telling a joke about, like, it, it, it'll happen to you when you're – if you're going after a couple guys – and you're kind of feeling out the crowd, you know, you see them and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, and then they start telling jokes about, I don't know, how their how their grandma was banging their grandpa and that gets over. <laughs> then all of a sudden you're going back and you're like, oh, shit, I got to pull out the, the grandparents <laughs> jokes, you know. So it's it's one of those things that if you see the way that like if you see these guys getting over, you're going to want to try to do what they they do. And to me, that was always that was always making me just like, okay, am I really doing this because I want to tell a joke or am I trying to make people laugh? So that that's kind of why I've stayed away from listening to other hunting podcasts. Cause I'm like, I know what these guys are doing. Am I going to start doing the same thing? Because I see that they've got 16,000 likes on Facebook. Am I going to start doing the same shit they do? Right. Or am I just going to keep doing what I do? And it's not a knock on anybody. I listen to a couple of them. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not just shutting them out completely, but let me add to this, though. It's, it's what I do. Because I know. used to feel that way, um, but now that I'm like, we're super comfortable in our space, like, we kind of do yeah. what we do no matter what, and, like, no one else is really going to influence that. Like, we just do our thing. But now the reason why I don't listen to hunting podcasts is because I have other non-hunting podcasts that are my favorites that when right. I finally do get time to listen to a podcast, it just, I don't ever get time to get to a hunting podcast. You know All what right. I mean? So yeah, it's just interesting dynamics and things change too. I'm that same exact way. So I'll like, I'll, you know, we've, we've talked about what podcasts I listen to, but it's not to say that in, you know, a couple weeks I might want something different and I might start going in other hunting podcasts. Like, well, let me ask him then, like know. what hunting podcasts have you had to pick 
I mean, let's just kind of because no one can listen to the Deer Hunter podcast or Working Class Bowhunter all day at work. But that's we encourage it if you want to. Yeah, go we to encourage iTunes we have, and workingclassbowhunter.com, yeah. Deer Hunter podcast. <laughs> we both have enough episodes to fill, fill a work day, but you need a break, and I get yeah, that. Shit. So say, right. rattle off like your top five. Top five. Uh, so there, I'll say this too. Uh, the two reasons that I listen to podcasts, if we're just saying in general, is for two things. It's one, to get educated and learn and to grow. And it's two, to laugh like yeah finding funny shit nowadays everything's so monitored and buttoned up that podcasts were an outlet for people to actually be able to have an organic sense of humor yeah man and good point dude that was such a relief for me so typically what i'm seeking out when i'm looking for a podcast is one of those two things i'm either looking for an education or i'm looking for a little relief from reality and i want to have some good good hard laugh so or both in um, one or both in one absolutely if you can you know have both of those it's the best of both worlds so probably what i listen to the most um is dan infaults the hunting beast and I need to listen which to that is, man i haven't i need to which is crazy because they have like 23 episodes and I've probably listened to every single one of them four or five times because it's all it is is information. Mm. And it's almost as if they do it as like a joke about having like poor audio quality and doing things in a ridiculous manner. But the content is so in-depth and so good that you can listen to an episode and you might only retain like a quarter of the information. Got to go back and listen to the thing again. And so I find myself constantly revisiting that. And I don't know if you guys have ever had a conversation with Dan Infault. No, I never have, man. And that's the thing where as you're talking about this, I've heard so many people talk about him and so many people like say, hey, you you would get along with this guy. I've been on another podcast and I told how I hunt and he's like, you kind of have like a Dan Infault type vibe to you. And I keep like, it's something I kept meaning to do is like reach out and get in contact. Cause one of our good buddies, Byron's always like, you know, he's like Dan Infault's the man. And I asked him, I was like, what's up with Dan? Like what's, I hear people talk about him. I like, kind of put it in perspective for me. Cause I, I don't really like, I don't know where to find his stuff. Like I haven't just like came across him. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm almost going to lay this out a little bit because I'm going to make a recommendation that before you ever have a podcast with him, you go meet him and hang out with him and physically like talk with him because he is such a different guy. And if the first experience you have with him is just a phone call, I've heard so many guys do that. Try to have him on a podcast. Dan is not the kind of guy that's going to have like, give you like the comfortable laughs and makes everything cushy. Like if you say something and he doesn't find it funny, fucking dead air, bro. Like he is, <laughs> he is not going to laugh. He is, is he an older guy or what yeah yeah dan's probably in his mid 50s um he's he's very much down to business he takes deer hunting extremely seriously but at the same time he's one of the most organically like uh funny guys that you will meet The, the things that come out of his mouth and the oddities are uh he's just a super rad dude but where's he from he's He's uh, from Wisconsin. He lives, uh, I don't know, maybe like 45 minutes uh, uh, west of Milwaukee. Oh, shit, man. Shit, he's, he's in Madison, basically. Yeah, he's driving distance from us. He lives 10 minutes from Sam Eubel, or 15 minutes from Sam. But oh, really? 
he's basically a wild animal, dude. He's like a creature that lives in the woods. And that's why he understands like deer behavior at a level that most people can't even, I can't even fucking comprehend it yet. And I've been listening to his podcast like four times in a row and he says stuff and it, it takes me forever to grasp it, but he's a wealth of knowledge. And, uh, for, especially for folks that are trying to hunt public land or highly pressured land, like none of his stuff traditionally caters to like the field side hunting and trying to get like promotional content. He's all about giving you like the nitty gritty and, uh, man, he's just, huh. a, he's a, he's a great dude. He's very selfless, uh, you know, in what he does, like with sharing information and he's, he's a very much like a organically a teacher. So, okay. okay. So his guys, podcast is probably, it's number one for you there. Yeah, that um, I'm a big fan of Kafaru Cast. Uh, guys out west, Aaron Snyder, the uh, CEO of uh, Kafaru International, him and his uh, partner Frank there that run Kafaru, they do. Uh, and I don't know if you guys used to listen to it all, or I'm sure you know about the Gritty Bowman, but he used to be the co-host on the Gritty Bowman. Yeah. Um, and he does his own podcast now. That is one, Gritty Bowman still a podcast? I I would believe so. Um, it's not in my uh, phone catalog, but I'm sure a ton of Western folks still really like it. But I only ever listened to it because Aaron Snyder was a wealth of information. And he's funny as shit. Like he'll say some stuff, and I'll just start cracking up, you know. And you could tell he's like a guy that worked a large percentage of his life on like a job site. You know, he's got like job right. site. He's got like you know whatever locker room humor, or campfire, deer camp humor, and uh, that shit's hard to find. And he's 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 killed like everything under the sun. And see, I feel like I missed out on a lot of this, but like part partially on purpose. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of like shit. Yeah. I wish I could have like caught yeah. all this, yeah, but, but I didn't on you, purpose. You guys are safe though, because what you guys do is so unique, and um, you can't you can't um replicate what you guys have as like this organic collaboration of personalities. So you would never change what i mean i'm yet to come across anything where i think that you guys would listen to it and be like yeah we need to do more of that they'll make our podcast better like you guys kind of nail it with what you have and i think that's a testament to probably how your platform's grown and how popular it is and the committed audience that you have to it and uh well, thank you, you know man. that's I, a big compliment i, I appreciate you, that you said for me to exclude you guys but i can't because i Honestly, if I'm just going week in, week out, like what I listen to in hunting podcasts, it's you guys, the Hunting Beast, Kafaru cast, and then I kind of duck and dive into everything else. Like I'll listen to Chase and Tail, and I'll listen to the guys out west, Trad Quest, and uh, you know I'll dip in and out of Meat Eater. But I'm always, you know, I don't know if I have short attention span or it's just a. There's a lot of opportunity out there right now, and. Uh, well, I'm keeping my options open, man. You know, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, bouncing around from the rest of them, and the, that's where I'm splitting my time up because there is so many. Um, and you'll catch different episodes that you like and ones that you listen to where you're like, "This is dog shit. I'm not, I can't listen to another second of it." <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I like that you list off your top five. Like, I'm I'm super glad I asked that question because that's something that I'm going to try and dive into because a lot of times where I'm like. All right, Kurt. Like if this is my inner inner monologue. All right, Kurt. Let's uh, let's tune in some hunting podcasts. Like, do what you said you're going to do. Sample some, and the ones I don't know if it's just the ones I find because 
I don't want to go back to the ones I'm already familiar with. So I go to sample off and I'm like, Dah, I can't. And I just, and not that I like, I, I have something against them or whatever. I just, for some reason it doesn't, uh, it doesn't come off to me as natural. And if it doesn't come off, like I like the fighter and the kid podcast. That's probably my number one. Um, I listen yep. to that. Like if I go like, Oh, I'm on my way to work. I can normally listen to a full podcast in a day on the way to work and the way back. And I like them because it's they're so weird in their own way. Like if you didn't get their vibe and you just listened into a random podcast, like these dudes are gay. Well, like they're not. They just make like crazy these dudes are yeah. gay. Yeah, but hear me out. This is what I'm saying. That's yeah. the exact reaction you'd have if you tuned in. You you'd be like, dude, all they're doing is making dick jokes. But if you go in, like you listen to more than one episode, you get their vibe. You're like, ah, all right, yeah, no, these guys they, are good. So they don't drink blended Bloody Marys, is yeah, what you're saying? No, they don't. They act like they do sometimes, but they don't. So um, it's just one of those things. I guess maybe I need not to that get there's me. anything wrong with being gay. No, but. Uh, but yeah, dude. But yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, I I totally get it. We uh, you do you. I, I like um one of one of my favorite things that's kind of going on in uh in the podcast where it's like you know especially what we're doing with you is when other podcasts can collaborate with each other. Like I think on the way home from Deerfest, we uh, me and Tank in the car we listened to uh, Theo Vaughn and mm-hmm. um. Yeah. Uh, oh god, it, is that it, guy funny? Oh, he's the hilarious. And, and he had um, like what happened? Uh, what the hell? Weekend or something? Well, this past yeah, weekend. Yeah, this past past weekend. Weekend. yeah, that is podcast. Yeah, and he had the dude um, Chris Delia on. Yeah. And Delia, it was, oh my god, Delia, and you know, like that. We've got it from. So he was on Rogan, and then you know he started making his way around. And he's got his own podcast. I think it's great when these guys, you know, like how we have, like we were talking about the circle. We got you, Walt. All these guys from it's all everywhere, dude. It's uh, well, I'm, I'm saying, but it's growing, and it's nice that... It's a good thing, man. You know, yeah. competition is a good thing, and I wish more things were like that, uh, especially the wrestling business, where oh, you can, you can, cross, you, you can cross-promote, but I think it's always good for business. It's good for everybody when, um, when everybody can get along. Hey, let's let's be on your podcast. You know, we'll, uh, we'll do kind of like what we're doing. We'll be on yours. You be on ours. We do our thing, you do your thing, and it shows, it shines what we're best at and how we can handle guests. Man, I, I enjoy the shit out of it, and I enjoy what's going on in the podcast world right now. I just wanted to put that out there for no reason, yeah. but I figured I'd say it. You feel me? Uh, feel me? It, it's such a unique space, you know. It, I'm so glad that it came along and people have the opportunity to be like, honest because if you go back man if you go back five ten years ago uh, and you think what was available for hunting content it was so buttoned up and so put on it was gross you know and that's what you said where you'll turn a podcast on you won't turn it back on i'll tell you what man you get a couple guys that are talking and they're doing the uncomfortable laugh thing I am done, dude. I hate that personality trait just in general. Like people, Bob and Tom, man. God damn, that laugh track! I it kills me. Bob and Tom's the worst. I can't do that. I can't. I can't stomach it. So if it's just not organically there, um, it doesn't have you know legs in my eyes to be in the podcast space. And it's kind of interesting because you look at the folks in the platforms that were super popular 10 years ago, five years ago in the hunting industry, the guys that were blowing out, you know, DVDs by the hundreds of thousands and 
you know, making all the money and putting out all the content. And those guys try to do a podcast and that shit bombs, dude. It's like, it's all garbage. It's all just a show. You guys are putting on like a false representation of what this thing is. And, uh, I I like the honesty of it. You know, that's a big thing for me. And I think it's super beneficial to the, think about the, like the kids coming up, like the 12 year old kid right now that's bouncing around listen to all the deer hunting podcasts versus the like when we were our age and 12 years old watching you know it's gonna change the industry man yep right it's gonna make i going off what you just said i loved everything you just said what's gonna change the industry for the next say from guys of the generation behind us for the next 15 years of outdoor television i think it's gonna bring a much more honest and open-minded and a more comfortable hosting angle and a better show and content in general, because I don't know if you've experienced the same thing that we have in, um, with our show. We there's certain people where I've messaged like, "Hey, love to have it on a podcast. Like, let's <laughs> let's record one." People either want us to pay them, or people will ignore us, or people will say us flat out no. And I think part of it is one: if you want us to pay you, you don't understand marketing. Two, and, and you're just in it for the money because getting your name out there any way you can one is better than zero. Um, our buddy Baker love it taught us that and that that stuck with me i I always knew that but when he laid it out like that it stuck with me and then um there's just some people that can't have a conversation for that long and they're scared of being exposed and it's kind of it's kind of creepy in a way Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's it's a you can have a producer and other people involved and you can manufacture a show but to actually you know, share something that's real. That's a, that's a whole different, that's a whole different beast. You can't fake that shit, dude. Yeah, I know. So that's why I'm saying you guys can listen to whatever the fuck you want. Like you're never going to be swayed one way or the other. I mean, there's, there's not a group of guys that are doing what you guys are doing and, you know, having the fun that you guys are having and having the camaraderie that you guys are having. You got your own little, unique thing and i think that's probably a a big part of why you've been successful is because that's a huge part of deer hunting is like the the social aspect of it you know having a couple beers standing around a campfire year in year out you know seasonally going to deer camp hanging out with your buddies eating shitty food telling dick and fart jokes for a week (laughs) like that's what we live that's what we guys that's what we live for you know that's like the relief from the everyday like you know going into a job and doing the shit that you don't want to do to be able to support your lifestyle and your family and uh you guys kind of you know recreate that on a week-to-week basis and it's an it's it's an escape for people and yeah i couldn't see in a way where you guys would find any kind of podcast where you'd be like damn we gotta change what we're doing keep up with these guys you know yeah man i really that's probably the biggest compliment we've ever gotten especially on air and that means a lot. And the thing is, when you say that, I don't, I don't see it from that perspective because we're just doing what we do. You know what I mean? So I'm not. I don't. Right. I don't feel that we're doing anything like different. Like so, there is some podcast where I'm like, man, like these dudes are trying to. Like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like I don't. I don't see it from that perspective because I'm in it. You know it's what I mean? Because you're somewhat of a perfectionist, and you you're you feel like, you know, you might see something where you feel like, oh, we could do this a little bit better, but what you're doing is so much different than what uh, most of the 
gear hunting podcast, hunting podcast, outdoor podcast in general, you know, are, are trying to do, you guys are on a mission to whatever, have fun, enjoy yourselves, spread the word about how good of a time this is. I mean, and you incorporate great guests that have great knowledge. And that's what I'm always looking for. I don't want to hear the same thing week in, week out. I know a lot of these podcasts, I'm going to turn them on. I'm going to hear the same damn thing week in, week out. And like, I, I, I'm good on that. Like I want something that we're, where Steve's going to dude. I never ever like, correlated gay people and blending <laughs> you know what i mean and i heard that shit and i'm in a basement putting a water heater in and i got earbuds in and i'm laughing out loud and i'm like that is fucking hilarious of course gay people would put a bloody mary in a blender like <laughs> Dude, you know what i mean we just got you the know? label stamp label working class boner bam anti-gay like no we're not i'm like no 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 for no. this from it dude we look yeah, Steve's gay, man. Yeah, but <laughs> I like chicks, funny. so it's weird. And, and I'll I don't never know how look that works. Blender, you know, I'll never look at a blender the same after that. It was just like the <laughs> fact that dumb dude, there's that this Wisconsin chick that's always trying to make us blended Bloody Marys, and I was like, yeah, ease up. You know, we got we got a couple groupies. It's cool. She won't leave us alone, dude. She won't, dude. Her name's Allison. I'm not gonna give her a last name out. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, it's just it's so funny the the dumbest shit that um that comes up to us. And I think what I dislike about a lot of hunting podcasts are out there that like when uh when something kind of comes up, you know, it's it like they they don't roll with oh, hold on. <laughs> Kurt just rubbed my shoulders. I don't know what that was all about. Awkward. But like for us, you know, when that that just happened to come up, you know, just out of nowhere. Um, when we made that reference, because I, I, I don't know shit about Bloody Marys. I thought them things were blended. And, you oh, know, when Kurt, when Kurt was just like, what are you, a gay? And it was just, <laughs> you know, it was one of those insults because it's deer camp. So we're just kind of going back and forth. Again, we mean nothing personal by it. If you're gay, that's awesome, dude. We, we approve. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but it turned into something where people were messaging us and they were like, dude, I'm making blended Bloody Marys, and it was just, it. it's those little things that throughout our whole podcast, we've just rolled with it, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, we didn't have to go back in and edit anything. Well, it's authentic. It is authentic. We don't edit anything. a whole lot anything yeah. in here. Like, when, when we when we have a guest on, you know, I'm, I'm just shining this up a little bit. When we have a guest on, we'll record the podcast and we're like okay this is gonna be up in like 20 minutes and they're like what you don't go back and edit it it's like no anything that happens in there we just roll with it because that's who we are we're not hiding what we do like if something is hilarious and is said and we laughed about it then we want you guys to laugh about it too so that's Unless they completely like drop, <laughs> like unless it's like, hey, will you please cut that one part out? Or I said yeah. a bad word. I mean, you know, there's there are those times there's exceptions, but, but it's only happened I've twice. That. Yeah, it's only happened twice. But dude, we we just kind of roll with it, and you know, I I would hope that people understand that. Hey, can I throw something in? Yeah, I will say this. It's happened probably two times. One time was a major edit. If a listener out there that I don't know knows for a fact, if you can tell me what episode we did a major edit to, we will send you a hang and bang sticker and a pile of working class bow hunter stickers. See, that's and that's another example. Way to shine that shit up. Hang and bang happened when we did uh, the podcast with uh, Daniel Wilson. 
it just kind of came out of the blue, and now all of a sudden it was a T-shirt that you pre-order, and now there's stickers. So that's just how we've been, dude. If again, to to bring back a point that I just brought up, if it's funny, we're gonna roll with it, and we want you guys to hear it because we thought it was hilarious. So closest thing to a gang without illegal activity <laughs> dude I, and i want to add something to that too and i want to go on the record say i'm a huge fan of the gays like all right i'm down with i that. don't get it i don't get it <laughs> but i kind of get it you know what i mean like uh as a uh no i don't man someone kurt's like uh-uh uh-uh, make gays terrible again. What? Not what me. Kind of hat is that? Not me. Uh-uh. They're okay. Just don't hit on me, bro. Like that no, shit I don't know, man. If you, can, if you can see past the receiving end of that whole deal. I'm kidding. You know? I'm kidding. Yeah, I hear you, man. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm busting. I love it, man. Dude, you know, it's here's, just... here's the deal. I've been a service technician for years, right? And I got to go in people's houses and do work. Mm. The fucking gays keep the cleanest houses. Don't say the fucking gays. <laughs> the fucking gays. And the fucking gay people, man. Their basements are clean as shit. In the last they're episode. They're the quickest to give you nice hospitality and uh, pay their bills and have clean homes. I don't know, man. I'm a fan. I, dude, we're, I, we're kidding, man. We're, we're joking. Kidding. Dude, we lo- yeah, we dude, we love everybody. Dude, if anyone's offended by anything we say, we don't mean it. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, how could they be offended? We're telling. We, I, I'm, I'm being truthful. Have you not seen <laughs> the fucking American left? They get offended if you call somebody uh, if you move two letters out. I'm just yeah. don't turn it political. We just yeah, uh, he's up there political. I'm man. just, God. I'm just saying, dude. You know, <laughs> shut your campaign down. I'm sick of it, dude. I got, so I got to bring it up, this. man. They, tr- extra money. Shut your mouth and making the. Tr- Shut your mouth. So Shut tell mouth. us about the podcast, man. Like from the start to where it is now, like what kind of learning curve have you experienced and like where, where are you at now from where you were? Uh, where I am now from where we started is probably, uh, which is cool, like 10 times the downloads from like, you know, the first couple shows to where we are now. From like, like three I mean, to 30. Is that what you're talking we're, about? We're in the set. I think we're, I don't know what we are. Don't say your download numbers. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not going to. boy. I don't want to, you know, make things uncomfortable for you guys. <laughs> nice. boy. I love totally, that. Totally joking, but I'm just fucking firing back at you from the shit you are giving me last night. So <laughs> On your own show. <laughs> yeah. We got, um, I, I do feel bad we hijacked your show. What episode is that going to be? Like seven? Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> up. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> Sorry, man. You got you got the show now. We'll let you have yeah, your time. Here, here you go, bud. You know, it's exactly kind of what I wanted it to be. I wanted to be just a, uh, you know, guys sitting around in a garage, and it's kind of cool because. You know, we were talking about how we met, and uh, you know, I listened to. I think I listened to one of your shows um, a long time ago, and it was our mutual friend, Sam Ubel, that you had on. Yeah. And that was right when I was starting. And I recognized him from being a whitetail adrenaline guy and everything, and I, you know, he was starting uh, that app at that time, the Huntmore app. So I kind of poached him off your show. And I reached out to him. I'm like, hey, I'm starting a podcast. I like what you had to say. I want to have you on as a guest and me and him are mutual friends now but 
at that point from starting my own podcast, probably some of what you said, like not wanting to listen to a bunch of other podcasts at that point and just being busy. I didn't listen to your podcast until a mutual listener that listens to my show and your show reached out a couple months ago and put us in contact. And I'm like, well, if we're going to talk, I should probably start listening to their show. <laughs> so I at least like know what, and I started listening to it. And I'm like, holy shit. Like I've been missing out. This is awesome. Like I thought we were the guys that were like the dickheads in the industry cussing all the time and being the only ones and I'm like these guys say way worse stuff than, <laughs> than than we do and I'm like these guys are leading the charge you know this is the, like the icebreaker we're just kind of following behind so all of a sudden I got like this sense of confidence in what we were doing because <laughs> you know I recognize you guys have been doing it longer you had a bigger platform but some of what we did was just hanging out with our buddies talking about deer hunting and I saw you know, when I started this, that there wasn't a whole lot of that. You know, a lot of it was just put on and people were trying to do shows and that wasn't what was cool about podcasts. And, uh, you know, I thought, hey, you know, we can provide something a little bit different. And uh, I love the camaraderie around deer camp. So if we can kind of week to week recreate that, that's what we'll do. And so we get together and we have some beers and we talk about hunting and you know what we're not the most acknowledged hunters and we don't profess to be like professionals and that you should listen to what we have to say and that's the end all be all we're kind of students of the whole thing and we're growing yeah man and if if you want to get on board with that and be part of that like you know i feel like we have a good platform for that because we all are working guys and we're honest about what's going on in our day-to-day -day lives and we're not taking big paid sponsored hunting trips and do things that are out of reach with reality of the people that are tuning in week to week and it, it's it's kind of turned into what i wanted it to be and we've established a bit of a community and i know the guys that like anybody that sends me an email or a, a dm on any social media i will never not reply to anything if that's my sole mission with this thing is it's been to build and strengthen the hunting community um and that that's just something that i really cherish that you know we get a lot of emails and guys messaging in and saying hey i can relate to that and uh you know you guys For keep sure. it honest and it's uh to this point it's turned into kind of what i wanted it to yeah so you, that's good to hear yeah man. you guys heard it here first so slide into kevin's dms deer hunter podcast just send him a picture of me all the listeners to send my find a picture of my face and send it to his DMs. He has to reply. <laughs> yeah, I will say. Yeah, don't. Yeah, send send all the dick pics to Ryan. He, that's where we <laughs> yeah. direct all that. All that. He knew send, exactly where that we was direct going. all that. Uh, we dir we direct the dick pic traffic over to Ryan. Um, so don't send me any of that stuff. Kevin's like all the gays. Send them over to Ryan. <laughs> over there. How do you like it's your like, Bloody Marys? Regular or blended? Yeah, that's Ryan's deal. We got a filtration system. <laughs> on our website actually it's a poll <laughs> we kid we kid no man that's awesome to hear though because there's a lot of guys out there that are probably wanting to start a hunting podcast and like, as you should yeah yeah i mean yeah do it because it's i mean you can do it as cheap as you want or you can go quality and it just man same thing with hunting shows man it's, everything in the hunting industry is a flooded market and and that's a good thing because it means the guys before them were so relatable enough and just it made it to where the other guys were like, man, I could do this. Mm -hmm. um, 
and it just doesn't sometimes it doesn't work out sometimes people aren't built to have a platform to speak yeah. on and you know chris brackett's a prime example you know there's a ton of examples of where shit failed whether it's a hunting <laughs> industry or the not are not the hunting industry you know <laughs> failed um thing is you God. know and, and me saying that is you know, I was a big fan of Bracket in the day, but I'm just mm-hmm. using him as an example. He's like the yep. most recent like example of this. We could say some crazy shit on this podcast in the next three seconds that people are like, "Fuck working class bow hunter." Yep. But the thing is, I'll ride or die that because we're being honest, and I'm going to put an episode out next week. And for the people that are still down for the cause, are still down for it, we love you. And if not, eh, get real with your life, man. Yeah, you know, get with like, it or get lost. What's up? We spoke an opinion. You know, it's the thing is, I have confidence in it's never going to be poaching it's never going to be a major yeah. like illegal activity of like that we knew about that we were doing like you're never going to see steve shoot two bucks or three bucks in illinois which i would never have anyway. shoot, see me yeah. shoot three bucks ever period in my life but so you know what i'm saying like yeah. it would never knowingly be like a major illegal thing yeah, like yeah. it could be some dumb petty shit like that can happen to anybody um but you know what i mean though like shit happens and can ruin careers real fast nowadays and that's super yeah. sad mm-hmm. but I, I, all well, I'm saying is will, it's whatever I like the reality of it and it's funny that you brought that guy up because fuck man if I met that guy in a bar I'm not big on being mean to people but fuck man I don't know that I could be nice to that guy because he's I try and find him for sure can I have a beer please <laughs> you know, we're uh, we out of beer do you we want drink all our beers dude we have I'm we not have, drinking that I, I swear to god I will drink this right now we have like three week old Coronas that have been sitting in here warm should I drink it he's yeah I dare you drink one man some, he's right. a great example of someone that's done no justice to yeah. who we truly are as hunters like that was a show and a put on thing and it was gross and I don't know, man. If you wear bedazzled jean, flat sparkle jean, britches, is yeah, your buddy dude. calling that sparkle britches? Tyler, sparkle britches. Yeah, <laughs> I hear what you're saying, I though, man. I can't deal with that shit, man. So it's oh. but it's it's just certain things are smell <clears throat> I hear you. Without going into detail, I get what you're saying, man. It's yeah. and so does everyone else. I get it without going into yeah. detail, but. Um, right. What's next for you guys in the podcast? Like, what do you have planned? Or are you just going to keep doing what you do and rolling it out? Yeah, so we took on a filming project this fall, which is uh, definitely uncharted territory, and it's definitely a larger scale project than what you know what I thought. And I'm not going to label myself as a perfectionist, but uh, I'm definitely not a half asser. Um, so we took on this filming project to document our season because I feel like the way that we deer hunt and uh, the culture of our deer hunting is, is so much different than anything that I've really ever seen. And so we, uh, I got a, a friend who's a videographer and we agreed to spend the season together. And so we're going to make a deer hunting film this uh, fall, which is uh, I've never been involved in, you know any kind of camera stuff i've never been one that has seeked out to be on camera this this whole platform was never about me i never wanted to be like the center of attention but i kind of recognize now doing a film like part of this is on me like you know if i'm gonna have a camera on me um i'm providing a bulk of the content so it's 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 definitely gonna be a a very very different season for me and that's a big big percentage of what i got going on 
right now. You know, the podcast won't really change. We're to this point, we're unsponsored. Uh, I kind of plan on keeping it that way because we like to do a lot of gear review, and that gets like really muddy water when you yeah. take money from one company and you want to talk about another company's products. Um, it's hard water to navigate, but I, and I'm not saying for sure hundred percent that it'll stay that way, but it's kind of that way right now. Like we have a Patreon account and if you go to like our webpage, the guys that listen week in, week out, kicking a couple bucks to like fund like the hosting site and this and that. So we're not paying out of our pocket to do it, which is super fucking cool. And I appreciate those guys doing that. Like, so much but the pod uh, the podcast is pretty much at this point through the fall going to remain exactly what it has been um i'm still kind of new with the audio equipment and i'm constantly working and tweaking things like i like good audio quality so i'm always constantly working on that and kurt i appreciate you you know you've helped me with uh you know some technical stuff here as of late which was uh, very much needed but, you know, coming this fall, man, it's 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 kind of all in on my film project. Cool, man. Yeah, that's. I think we shared that. Uh, you guys did like a teaser, right? Yeah, we put out like a 90-second trailer. It's on our Instagram and on our Facebook and on our YouTube. And, uh, you know, I don't know that it really is like showcases exactly what we intend to do this fall. But it, I think it does showcase like the quality of the you know, the media company that we're working with and what they can put together for content. And we're going to attempt to put together like an hour long whitetail film. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, Video is like a different ball game because with our carbon TV series, we've like jumped into that and we only have two episodes as of like this episode released on carbon and and we're still finding our groove. Like we're still like figuring out how we're going to like I mean, you know how it is when you start a podcast or any sort of project, you're trying to find your groove and we're just running raw with it. Like just exactly how it is, is, is how we put it out. And I, I feel like that's the best way to do it. And, you know, things are falling in place, but you know, once you add film into the game, it, it's a different, a mm-hmm. different, uh, it's just a different vibe. Cause I'm not used to being around cameras. Like I film my hunts shit like that. But when someone else was filming you for like a network, it's very strange to be around. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And, you know, at the, to this point, all I've tried to do is just pretend like it's not there and go about my business. But that's hard to do. You yeah, know, you're con- you yeah. can't like you can't like completely pretend that it's not there. I mean, you know, it's there. But you, you try to for me speaking personally, I try to do my best to like pretend that, hey, I'm just going about my business. And uh, that's what I intend to do this season is just go about my business. And uh, it's really cool that the guy that I'm working with is super fucking cool and we get along great. And he's um, he's taken it upon himself to invest a lot of time and money into learning how to do this. And the guy that's filming me, you know, if I said his name on here, no one would even recognize who he is, but he's produced TV shows and he's done a lot of work like behind the scenes in the outdoor industry with filming. And I feel like after he puts this out that I probably won't have an opportunity to work with him again because we kind of share the same common goals and interests. And uh, we we both took this on as a passion pro- uh, project. And um I think he's just going to straight kill it. And uh, I don't know, man. I, you know, I've been watching, I was, you know what you were talking about, how like 
you don't listen to podcasts because you don't want to be influenced. Yeah. I've been not watching deer hunting films because I don't want to be influenced in that manner. But I kind of realized that, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, it would probably be smart for me to watch a couple of these and see what other guys ahead of me have done. Yeah. In, in, in the words of D-Rock, nah, fuck that. Dude, you gotta be, you just... <laughs> To a point, man. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but you gotta point. you gotta be yourself because you're like, hey, I want to put myself over. Just be yourself. I think people will be like, oh, this guy's trying to be so and so from this show. It's like, nah. Well, let fuck me give that, a, let me give an example. So our producer Jordan, he he produ- he's part of the working class team, produces our stuff on on Carbon Films and produces it. And we have some ideas for like some bonus content after season one's all done and and all released to where. <laughs> We're going to do a couple of videos that's nothing... Like, I have certain ideas. He's like, dude, that's been done a hundred times. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't really think about it that way. So we brewed up other ideas for bonus content that we're going to do that are... It's deer hunting related, but it's not hunting. But it's, it's also a break for people to be in that outlet, to be still in the outdoor industry, but get a break from everything else that everything else everyone else has done mm-hmm. and give them something just kind of fun and refreshing. And we have um, quite a few just different bonus content ideas that we're going to hopefully pump out here. And that, that stuff that's came from Jordan telling me like, dude, nope, slap, but kind of mentally slap me and be like, think outside the box a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a slippery slope. Like you have to watch other stuff or listen to other stuff. So you know what everybody's doing. And so you can think outside of the box, but you can't, right. you can't dwell on it because then you end yeah. up doing exactly what they're doing. And, it's a it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. There's so much content out nowadays yeah. that you have to be careful. Yeah. got to stand uh, out. It can bite you real fast. So fast. I think more of what I was trying to do is just get a general outline of, like, how people build a film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. More so you weren't going than, like, hunting content. You are going film content. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not looking at the specifics of what they're doing as far as their hunting because I know mine's going to be completely unrelatable. But... I can get a general idea of how somebody puts together, uh, you know, a hunting film. And it was kick, super kick-ass that uh, a couple guys that have won, like, these full-draw film tours, like, saw our trailer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they personally called me. And they're like, hey, if you want to have a quick conversation about, like, some do's and don'ts, um, I can give you some pointers. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, dude. Like, that is so cool. Like, yeah, that's that awesome. someone would Someone would do that, you know? And, and so, you know, we, we, we contemplated doing that, but those things have uh, pretty tight time restrictions. They're like 10 or 15 minute pieces. And we wanted to document a season. And so, you know, we figure we're going to end up with somewhere around an hour's worth of content. So mm-hmm. we're just going to make it our own beast and we're going to make it. And it is what it is. And when it's said and done, we'll probably release it digitally and make some Blu-ray copies. And, you know, if people want to check it out. That would be super cool and uh i don't know man we got a pocket full of deer tags so i hope we we lay some deer down and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun regardless yeah for yeah. sure man i think that's awesome i was super impressed with it we shared it up um what are you doing out there steve being a fucking <laughs> idiot um tell people where they can find your podcast everything you're doing everything deerhunterpodcast.com uh it makes it super simple YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, the web, World Wide Web, all of them, Deer Hunter Podcast, DeerHunterPodcast.com. Man, did you not snag the easiest name ever? Yeah, no shit. Dude, I How went, did that happen? I went, 
I went for, so I thought about this shit for like a year, right? I had a bunch of different names. And then one night I was just laying in bed and I was like, deer hunter, that's really simple. I looked up the, see if it was available. And it was for like 38 grand by deerhunter.com. And I was like, fuck that noise. And so I was like, well, I want to do a podcast, deer hunter podcast, search that available to 245 in the morning i bought that shit and we went from there that's the way to do it man yeah i uh i thought of working class bow hunter if i the time i might have said different at one point but the time i remember is i was at work now i remember being like hey i want to start a podcast i'm working i gotta do it when i'm off working working class bow hunter man Mm -hmm. i'm a bow hunter working class boom hit home and i had like all these horrible ideas like i was gonna because i made my logo on my, on my iPad, <laughs> I had all these shitty ideas. How I was gonna like incorporate like deer hunting with like a hammer and then like an excavator and like all this shit that I did at work. You know, I had a buddy yeah. of mine, and uh, it was like you know how awful and tacky that would have been if I would have pulled that off. Dude, I had a I had a buddy of mine. You remember he created a couple of the different logos. Actually, um, I'm damn, I just thought an idea though, but I can't say it. Damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna see my buddy next weekend. I am all in. By the way, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, it's a wrestling thing. Yeah, I remember he sent us a couple logos, and we're like, three of them. And, dude, they, they were cool, but it's like, nah. And then uh, all of a sudden, out of the blue, when we were creating this, you sent me this logo that we currently have. I'm like, holy fuck, that's money. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, like, I'm dude, that, that fucker is going on paychecks. I took, a picture, like- <laughs> I took a picture of a shed antler I found and kind of, like, morphed it into this thing and, like, just made it. Dude, we gotta find yeah. that old image that you sent me of the, all those mock-ups of our, what our logo would have been. <laughs> we gotta try and find that. They were interesting, man, to say the least. Dude, before it was Deer Hunter podcast. I mean, we're all working guys. Like, you know, I was a plumber. Uh, my bro- my brother, my cousin are electrician. The other guys are boiler makers, welders. And so I looked. Uh, I was gonna do like blue collar, blue collar bow hunter or something like that. And so I searched it, and it was taken, and I was like, oh, I'll check this out. Blue-collar bow hunter, right? I go there. It's like some fucking old bag that had seen way too many ice cream seasoned on, like, some guided hunt, uh, you know, with, like, <laughs> 10, 10 180s walking around in front of her, and she's on some, you know, at some prestigious uh, lodge, and I'm like, this is fucking criminal. Like, this isn't blue collar. This is the farthest thing away from it. So Dude, we've had a whatever. couple like super like Aldi brand versions of our podcast out. I get I get sent them <laughs> from people. Uh, yeah. Fuck, there's two that stand out. I don't even want to say their names. I can't really even remember them, but I don't want to try and think of them. And you listen to it, and it's hilarious, <laughs> man. It's this one guy by himself was one of them. <laughs> oh man, that'd be rough. You know, and he's like trying to vibe up with himself. He's trying to have <laughs> that like hunting camp camaroderie, but he's, dude, alone. he's, he's, he's legit at his own ha- jokes. Ha- <laughs> dude, he's legit hashtag I'm not feeling kidding, myself. That's a thing. One dude was not far from where we're at now. He's like Central Illinois. Like, oh, it was like was hilarious, the name man. was just like you know when you go to like Walmart and you buy cinnamon toast crunch, but then you <laughs> oh, go to like yeah. Aldi and you buy like cinnamon squares. Like dude, that yeah. was his name of ours, and like it was Mountain just, Holler. Yeah, yeah. Mountain oh, Mountain Holler. Dude, yeah. Oh Jesus, and dude! Oh, if if you're a Fairway fan, you know all about the hillbilly hollers, dude. My aunt used to get blackout drunk with vodka and hillbilly hollers. I shouldn't have shared that, but uh, I did. So bless her heart, man. Bless her heart. <laughs> All right, man. Anything else you want to add in before we close this bitch out? No, man. I'm appreciative of uh, 
it's cool how this stuff builds communities and friendships and uh i don't know man it's awesome uh a testament to what you guys are doing i like i said earlier it's harder and harder to find like laughs nowadays a lot of platforms are real buttoned up and real airtight and i like that you guys just let it fly and i get some good laughs in and i'm appreciative to call you guys friends and it's cool that we're going into this deer season this thing you know these uh this community keeps growing and getting stronger and i'll be paying attention to what you guys are doing this season and uh it's fucking cool man so i'm glad that you guys had me on uh i had a great time last night probably arguably too much fun and <laughs> tonight was fun as shit too and uh it it's cool man well it's awesome dude we could uh come on your podcast and show you to have fun and then you come on our podcast and see how a real one's done man i'm i'm, I'm happy for you, <laughs> yeah man. oh yeah man <laughs> episode number eight's gonna insults. kill it bro <laughs> no dude hey we we do appreciate the hell out yeah, of it. Dude, it, dude. Was, it was fun being on your show i always like guesting on other podcasts because it helps us as uh as hosts on our end because it's a different perspective and yeah, yeah i mean this has been a great conversation we appreciate the fuck out of you man and can, can i get real for a second kevin yeah. uh one of our um this is how i heard of you guys um someone said they were like hey dude you should check out the deer hunter podcast they were talking uh talking you guys up and for the life of me i cannot remember who it was but i checked you out and you were like talking about us and you're like dude these dudes are funny as fuck and you just i could feel the love that you had for us and I was like, dude, that that shit is awesome. It meant a lot to me. And then I listened to the rest of your podcast. I'm like, dude, these dudes are fucking great, man. It's just, it's awesome that we can have those connections to where we can meet other people. You know, it's just, it, it, it was awesome, man. I through a mutual friend, not D Rock, but uh, someone else mentioned it that I found out about you guys, and then you know, it turns out we did have mutual friends. It's just, it, it's awesome, man. I, I enjoy what the hell you guys do. And I'm. It's it's awesome that you enjoy what we do. So, I, I just I, I love the love. That's all I'll say. Oh yeah, man. I appreciate that. And one of my funnest, one of the most enjoyable things last night was I enjoy hearing you laugh because you're usually got the shit coming out of your mouth that's making people laugh. <laughs> and, and we kind of cut it. We kind of cut it loose. Like, we cut it way loose last night. <laughs> yeah, we and, did. And you kind of lost your shit a couple times laughing, and that to me was like, yeah, all right, that's. Now that's fun, dude. Like, <laughs> did we get loose on this podcast? I feel like that entire podcast that we recorded with you was completely loose. What the a time. shit show, dude. I hope you guys don't release the, the banner we had back and forth before we knew we were recording. We we shot this shit for like four minutes. It was like ten minutes, and you're like, oh, by the way, we're recording. Like, whoa, whoa, fucking what? Off no, the that, record, that bro. shit's all off the record. If you share that, we'll sue the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it too. Well, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna circle the studio here. Something positive because that's what I've been doing lately. Uh, Cameron Tanks first. Some, yeah. Give me something positive, man. Man, keep on keeping on. I uh, hope you have a great season. I hope your film uh, turns out, and kind of excited to see if it's gonna be completely different than everything I've seen. So. Steve, you got something positive for me, Brohim? Yeah, dude. I got a I got a couple uh, mature shooters that I'm uh, really got my eye on on Tinder. And um, okay. I was gonna say um, Tinder. Or... <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple mature ones, bro. I'm telling shooters. you what, dude. I will be the cougar How's your grinder looking, bro. How's the grinder uh, looking? Dude, my inbox is flooded, bro. I put that Bloody Mary <laughs> blended Bloody Mary thing as my profile picture. Dude, you can't imagine the amount of messages I'm getting. Okay, I'm gonna good. have to forward some pictures to Ryan. All right. Any uh, anything else there? Uh, positive, man. I'm, uh, I got I got a nice um, 
I got a nice uh, little <laughs> little plot put in. Uh, like I said, that big time brunch, uh, buck brunch that I got in. Uh, I had to uh, <laughs> I had to use what I had. Had a nice tractor with a bucket, and I scraped that shit off, and hopefully that uh, that, that produced. <laughs> Damn, the biggest pop of the night, dude! I just I hope that uh, the shit goes uh, goes in and grows. Had some nice rain after. So yeah, you're I'm, running out your time here. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's right. Kevin, what do you got? Give me something positive, I'm, man. I'm hopeful. Thanks, guys. It has been an absolute pleasure. I look forward to doing it again. And like I said, it's just. It's cool how this stuff all comes together, and uh, I don't know what you guys got, but we're about a month out from starting to shoot pointy shit at deer, and uh, it's going to be the time. It's going to be the time of year that we live for, and uh, it's right around the corner, and I- I'm fucking excited, and uh, I'll be paying attention to what you guys are doing, and it was fun talking tonight, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. Sure, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate the hell out of you. My something positive is we are three weeks out from going to Colorado. And uh, trying to try our hands at the first time ever to put an arrow in an elk. Um, or if we get lucky, we strike gold. We hit three elk with a bow. Be and awesome. uh, it'll be all on film on Buckstorm Productions on YouTube. And then there'll be a Carbon TV Ooh. episode. No matter what, there'll be a Carbon episode made out of it. What's up? Uh, so my positive thing is I'm going to be trying uh, elk backstrap uh, this fall because of Kurt. Oh, so. I hope you're Damn. right, brother. I hope you're right. <laughs> Damn, double positive yeah. in the house. Damn, dude. Right. I, I was hoping for a positive. You would have brought back a blue bag or a humpback whale backstrap. Yeah. Okay, I here we go. Man. Sorry. Closing her out. Closing her out. <laughs> Check out the episode, episode two, carbontv.com with Ross and Austin on the big old bucks. This coming Monday, the new episode, Rio Turkeys in Kansas. That's going to be a fun one. Pack Studio, a lot of, lot of goodies on film there. And then, uh, you know, guys, season's getting close. We hope you're enjoying shooting your bow. And if you haven't been, go shoot your bow. We love you.